You have found the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in college cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Bergeson. Hello, everyone. This interview with Betsy Sena was recorded on February 14th, Valentine's Day, when Betsy was still staying uh, in a small town about 40 miles outside of Nashville with her sister. She eventually traveled to Kenya on February 26th, where she still is. Uh, you'll have to forgive a bit of the technical difficulties I had with this interview. It cuts out at certain times, so I do apologize for that. But I hope you enjoy this one-on-one interview with Betsy Sena. My guest is a three-time NCAA champion, winning titles in cross-country, indoor 5,000, and outdoor 10,000. She was an 11-time All-American and nine-time Big 12 champion while running at Iowa State a decade ago. She also is an Olympian, finishing fifth in the 10,000 at the Rio Olympics in 2016. Now she's a new mother who splits her time between Tennessee and Kenya. Welcome to the podcast, Betsy Sena. Hi, Betsy. Hi, Lance. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me to your show. Uh, it's been a long time, but uh, it's a privilege now to get back and, you know, be able to what's new and share ideas with you. It has been a long time since we've talked. I, I, I think the last time we talked was... Um, Maybe Ankeny, you were visiting a friend there, and yeah, 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 yeah. It's I been up, so long. I don't even remember when was it. <laughs> yeah, I came up to interview you, and uh, that was when you were uh, really doing great. Of course, you were, you know, a professional runner then, and so much has changed since then. Um, yes, like I mentioned, your new mother to Kalia, you just had him right before Christmas. December twenty yes. third, somewhere around there. Is that right? Yep, that December twenty third. Yeah, yeah, and then um, and you became an American citizen last year too. So um, a lot of changes uh, in your life. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, can you describe everything that's really changed for you? It's um, uh, you know, like I mean, like uh, my running was going on really well until. 2019 and then uh, COVID started in 2020 and you know we were still trying to balance between running and trying to compete but it was a little bit tough um, because it was uh, limited races because of the COVID situation but then in 2021 you are you know I thought about it I was like I wanted to have a baby so bad and I was like I don't know when I'm gonna have the baby yet but I figured out, like, it's not going to happen if I don't, you know, sometimes you just have to be like, I don't know what will happen, but let me just do what I think makes me happy, you know. Um, so 2021 comes and I got my citizenship in February and um, I, you know, I just want, I want, America has given me a lot of opportunities since I came here in 2009 and, you know, like competing for NCAAs and, you know, all those stuff. It has changed a lot in my life. And um, since this is like my home, but, you know, America is what has changed my family. It has changed my sisters. It has changed my, my parents and everybody back home. And I feel like I wanted to give more to this, to this country. And, um, so I decided to switch my allegiance immediately after I got, I got my citizenship. And then after that, I was like, you know what? Uh, it's time to have a baby. And, you know, I was, I keep running anyway with the baby because I, I, you know, I had a very healthy, healthy pregnancy, I feel like I could say, because I keep, you know, I was like, I'm going to keep running anyway, even if I'm pregnant today. So I just got the uh, baby Kalia and he was very nice to me. I keep running. And then by July, I decided to be like, take a break by Haggis because I was like, I need at least 10 months without running with mm. I came in, in December 23rd and um, actually I forget, I signed the contract for the Essex and then uh, thank goodness because they were really supportive to me, like even having Kalia, they, they, you know, they, they were fully supportive because they support families, they support, they support the, 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 the women and I was not under pressure or something like that, so um all I was doing was just like 
focusing, you know, like trying to stay healthy and, um, you know, I was running for life, just run to, to stay healthy and make sure I get like the pregnancy, the healthy pregnancy. And that actually was very important as well because I did not have any pressure and um, it helps a lot because sometimes as women, you you know, we, some people will be like, I don't know what to do, I'm pregnant, maybe they will take my contract and stuff. But then yeah. I was one of the privileged to be honest, to be sponsored by a company that really, really you know, speaking with them, I was a little bit hesitant. I was like, I don't know what to say because, you know, like being, I was, I was a Nike athlete for some time and this was my first contract with them. And I was like, you know what, whatever happened, happened. But um, I wasn't expecting them to say like, oh, you know what, don't worry about it. We know you will be back. And they were really supportive. And um, that actually changed everything in me. It just made me to be strong and, um right now it's been like you know it's those days whereby you are like well i had you know stress-free pregnancy because that could be a big challenge because if they take the contract away you really want to come back really quick you'll be like oh my gosh i don't know what to do but then having them being supportive it made my pregnancy very easy that's why like i feel like i feel like i've had an easy pregnancy compared to a lot of women but it's just because of the support and everything and i keep running and it was very healthy you know like Kalia was very nice to me and now we are excited to to start the journey again about running and uh, I'll, I'll be two months next week on the 23rd and you know we are ready to start a new journey we will be heading to Kenya on the 26th and I, I'm ready to get back to work I'm ready to go to gym and I'm ready to I'm ready to get back to running like I, I, am, I, I was enjoying my marathon after transitioning to marathon I was enjoying really really I, I would say that because I ran 222 twice since I started marathon like I ran 222 in 2019 to 2020 in 20 in in 2018 so i feel like i was in a peak of marathon so i feel like you know now it's time to get back home and get back and focus again and restart and see what happens well we've seen with uh, an athlete like allison felix uh you know her uh, her her hair company did not support her pregnancy and dropped her and so so it is refreshing to see that ASICs did uh, stand behind you uh, throughout your pregnancy and moving forward and uh, moving ahead with your running career. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, like if there's someone who has changed a lot for the women is Alison Felix and um, right. Alicia Mondana. Like, you know, for them speaking out and, you know, standing about like, because for sure. women it's like punishment. If if you stop, you know, if Alison was was cut off from the sponsorship because of being pregnant. It feels like punishment for us because yeah. it's what it is. Like you, at, the, at some point in life, you really want to have a baby. You really want to start a family. And, um, you know, like like I told you, um, you know, even speaking out sometimes is really hard because some women will, will hide their pregnancy and say, like, I'm injured, I'm injured all the way until sure. at some point whereby you're almost having a baby. And it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't. It should be something that... Hey, I'm I'm pregnant. I'm excited. You know, like it should it should not be something like you have to hide yourself like through it. It's stressful hiding about like pregnancy because you don't want them to know that you are pregnant. But um, thank goodness everything has been you know everything is changing and uh, a lot of women you know like like some of us. It took me a long time. Because I love having you know I love kids so much and. Uh, who knows maybe if we could be having that open support saying like we will support running even if you get maternity leave right so maybe i could be having more kids i could have started having kids earlier than that but then the problem is you are trying to be like i really want to you know you love your career as well and you don't want to lose anything because it's life it's about running is life and having a baby is life at the same time so um we are privileged actually to to finally have that support from various companies and i still believe even the company, I don't know which company now doesn't support the new, to be honest, but I feel like a lot of them are, are step up now, like, and, you know, accepted the way it is and supporting the women. And that actually makes our, our career. It, it makes last, it, last longer because, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it makes all the difference for you. Like you said, peace of mind for you. And and uh, interestingly, uh, your son, Kalia, his name means peace. Uh, that's a That's a very pretty name that you chose uh, at two months, you know, everything really just, he just, just changes every day. Doesn't he? Uh, everything is, there's, there's always something new that he's doing. Yes. Yes. I mean, um, yeah. you know, like being with him, I, I was really privileged. Like I came actually to Tennessee because my sister, um, my sister had twins in September 24th and I came here seven. 
So I had a privilege to um, to spend time with her and be able to see how to raise the kid. You know, like being a first mother, you don't know what to do. Like you don't know how to change the diaper. You don't know a lot of stuff, right? But um, I was so oh, privileged yeah. to be here with so my sister. Great. Like she had twins in September and... You know, it just, I was really happy to be here, just to be here to see what she's doing and be able to help her as I was waiting for Kalia. So she ended up being really special to me because I never had to struggle, you know, how to, how, how can I, you know, how can I transition being a mother to Kalia? Because I already had the twins that was helping me to know a lot. And, you know, he's really, sure. he's really amazing. And I'm glad I, I wrote the classes through my sister's kids just to know what to do and, it's been, it's not that bad, actually, as I was expecting. Uh, things has been great. And even though the father was here and then he went back and, you know, I've been, I've been pretty much, he's busy being, being a doctor, you're not supposed to be outside the country right now. But um, it was really good to be with him for like the first month. And now he's like, I've been dealing with him for the last one month by myself. And he's mm. pretty, he's a good, he's a good boy. Now we're sleeping throughout the night. We, I only wake up like twice, oh, twice, twice, um, twice a night and I don't even feel like I have a baby because he's very he's very cooperative I think he knows that I you know mommy's a runner <laughs> yeah he knows that yeah it's uh so you're just to be just to let everybody know uh Betsy's right now living outside of Nashville um have you been there the whole pregnancy during the whole uh, thing no 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 I was actually in Ke- um I was in Kenya I, I was in Kenya I was in Kenya for training and then I had I conceived Kalia and then I came back to the US yep. a little bit but I've been, I've been trying to stay both sides I stay like in Kenya for like two months I come back here for like a month something like that oh wow okay so yep. so you do travel quite a bit back and forth then. yes You're... yes yes but now like you know now we're gonna head back and I want to focus in I'm starting officially my get back to the gym get back to I took my sweet time I wanted to take at least two months of not doing anything even though like I'm cleared by the doctor because I had a successful you know an easy pregnancy uh, delivery, whatever. So, um, it's um, so you're about ready it's a privilege to go back and start over again in March, and hopefully we'll see what happens at the end of the year. But uh, you know, like the goals is already set, and I'm I'm hoping that things will go well. I have to, I'm trying to be really really careful to make sure that I don't I don't come back and you know crash again. You know, like you just as an athlete, sometimes it's a big challenge because you want to come back in like I want to come back in three months, but that's not the point because. Having a baby is completely different. Everything. Yeah, and it sounds like you have a pretty good support system. Your 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 boyfriend Mishik is uh, is uh, very much present in Kalia's life, and you you talked about maybe uh, getting uh, married next year. So, um, well, everything seems pretty exciting there for you. Yeah, you know when you meet um, when you meet someone that you are. Um, you are in the same page, you know, like um, having him is very supportive because we get, you know, he knows what it is for running. He knows, um, you know, like being being a Kenyan, being in Kenya all the time. And, you know, he's, um, he's been in like, he works sometimes with some of the athletes. So he knows for sure, like what to do for us and what we need. And he's been super supportive. And, um, you know, having a baby when you have a supportive partner makes things better than being a single mom or something like that. That's what I would say. Like, you know, you have someone who is there always for you. Like, even when you get overwhelmed or something like that. And he knows I want to come back for running. And he's actually supportive. And, you know, he guides he me sometimes, like, what to do. Like, even though he's a dentist in probation, he still knows, like, what the body contain, like what, what the body can sustain. And he's been super supportive to me saying like, take a little bit of time more. Like I wanted to start running when I was, uh, but then he was like, please just hold on for three months, for two months. And then we can start with the gym before you start. Running. Um, It makes my life really easy. And you know, the body feels great to be honest. Sometimes I am like, I don't even look like. I, like yeah. I, I just had Kalo and I was one. It doesn't matter with the weight wise, but I'm just saying like, I had Kalia when I was 25 pounds. I delivered and I, my body was very athletic. I just felt like, you know, like I could walk around and I felt like maybe I should start running. But then he was like, no, you can. Uh, so we have well, both still, of us and Kalia, you know. Well, you were still running uh, quite a ways into the pregnancy. When did you stop running? Um, I, um, the way I did was pretty, it was really amazing. I was very, uh, I was, I, I, at the th- at three months or four months, I was still competitive, to be honest. If I had a race, I could still do it. But mm-hmm. then um, when I turned like five months, 
uh you know things has changed the body changes a little bit even though like i didn't gain a lot of i did i i didn't have a lot of weight but at some point you could feel the pressure in your you know pelvic sometimes and yeah so i decided to be to work a lot and run less you know like you 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 do a lot of exercise you do like the you know like i was walking around and um i could still run i could do my fat leg i could still do the hills but then by when i was um uh, some days i was very tired you know like you you i just had to, to replace my running very much with working and doing the exercises but some days i would say for like three days and then i run twice a week whatever and um, i just keep going with it until i completely decided to stop i wanted to have like two months of not doing anything to be honest with you and i stopped in october and okay. i was just like yeah. working that's yeah that's... Exercises. but then you know come and then now after i had a baby i've been just like i started working and do stuff now so Yeah, that seems pretty logical the plan you had. You just cut back on your mileage and intensity until it, it didn't feel right anymore. So, um well, you're it sounds like you're going to be running again once you get back to Kenya. Um you're going to start training. Uh what's what's the outlook for 2022? What are you uh are you trying to get into a, ready for a fall marathon? Yeah. like this year being like the year that uh, my you know I'm I'm grateful I had my baby last year because people think like olympics is still really far but it's time to start getting ready for it because it's like yeah, no. honestly it's already two 2022 and, and the olympics is in 2024 you know yeah two and a half years so, away so um i'm getting back to kenya and my biggest goal is to be ready to have at least like one race at least two races and then have like a full marathon yeah. i don't know maybe october no Very, I don't want to rush but you know they are very supportive to me and I really I really want to make the team for the Olympics and um I really want to I you know I I still want to be competitive I want to come back to the world majors again I want yeah, I still want to improve my 222 so um I'm going to approach it in a very slow slow way but um I hope to have a very solid marathon in in November or October you know something like that but um sure. you know in a project you know in a in a good way like you, i don't need to rush again sometimes you rush really quick and then the year is gone like that but i just want to approach running like i'm happy my my soul is happy everything is is great now i feel my running is going to um i will i will come back because i i'm i'm so happy to have accidentally do something so i'm really excited to come back because it's something that i had planned and i want him to see me like you know i want him to be with me in my running and it makes me feel better if i compete and kali is there watching me running right well we haven't seen you run for a couple of years now like you said you were pregnant last year um the last two years and before then you you dropped out of two uh marathons in in japan you didn't finish those um uh so we haven't really seen you since uh, 2019 when you uh ran like you said that uh, pr at toronto 22243 Tell me about that whole October because you were hoping to run at Chicago uh Chicago yeah. Marathon but you had to drop out and you have food poisoning is that what you Yeah what yeah you? yeah you're right so um <clears throat> to be honest with you like I felt like uh, my training in you know building up for marathon after after having a breakthrough for marathon in 2018 uh 2019 i was actually in the best shape compared to when i when i you know when i had a breakthrough so i was looking forward to running something like maybe 220 in chicago or something like that mm. and on my way traveling i Nairobi before getting to my flight and then unfortunately when i started having like but i was throwing up i was having bad diarrhea like i had a bad food poisoning but as soon as i landed in chicago it ended up getting worse every day um mm. like in the pre-natal stuff like i was pretty sick dehydrated and all those stuff but i didn't want to say that i wanted to i was like maybe since be able to still go through it but then anyway marathon is a different event it's a different animal it's not like truck whereby you can have something and you can still get away with it so um When I was running Chicago I was completely sick to be honest the whole night I was throwing up I was still dehydrated and stuff but then 
when I was in, half, I crossed the half marathon in 71. And then I decided to be like, there's no way I'm going to finish this. So I stayed aside, not knowing what to do. To be honest with you, I was like, well, I guess the season is over like that. And then I went back and I met my agent the same night. And I was like, I was really frustrated, to be honest, because I put a lot of work to be able to be fit like that, to come to Chicago and having goals saying like, I want to try to run 220 or 219. I had like, you know, I sacrificed a lot of time and I had done a lot of work, to be honest with you. But then... Yeah. You know, things happen. You never know what happened on the way. Life is unpredictable sometimes. And um, I spoke yeah, with my agent said, about it. He said, and, we'll get you in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, no, actually, I didn't even know I was going to Toronto. It's like, what really happened? Because as, as an athlete, sometimes it's very hard to to be honest, right? So I was like, well, to be honest with you, I'm still fit. I was just sick. And he knew I was sick anyway. And then I insisted that I want to go to, he was like, you want but all that that i could do is like the food poisoning stop on saturday night i was, was on saturday night sunday morning i started feeling better but i already lost a lot by throwing up for the last four days you know we took a step and i went to toronto like so i left the chicago on monday morning went back to oregon and then on tuesday i took my flight to toronto i haven't run yet like no running since the race in I, get to, uh, I stayed for two more days without doing anything. And then on Friday, I went for a checkout for 30 minutes. And I was like, mm, my foot, my body's kind of feeling okay, you know. And then pre-meet, and I was like, I don't know what I will do. I just want to compete because of, you know, the fitness that I had. And thank goodness when we started the race, I was feeling like the best day I've, I've, I have felt, even though I was sick. And, and I still ran 222, finishing in the podium. So... And, you know, that even still gives me a lot of motivation. And, and then, the, you know, the pandemic hit and, uh, you know, that threw everything out of whack. Uh, how, how, uh, how tough was 2020 then getting through that and not having to compete anywhere? Difficult for you? Um, yeah. Had to. Have been. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was, um, you know, like, but anyway, after running that race, I, I I got super excited and I decided to add another race and I ended up going back to Nolulu and it yeah, was kind of a vacation yeah. anyway. Yeah, but I was like, I'm going to go to Nolulu and still go run another marathon. But anyway, I'm glad I did it because 2020 ended up being a nightmare and there were no races and stuff. It was very tough and... When the COVID came over, it took a lot from everyone. And I was part of those people who are mentally unmotivated. And I was dealing with a lot of, you know, personal stuff. And I ended up taking 2020 just like running and all over the place. But I didn't do any races and stuff. But uh, anyway, thank goodness I'm excited now to to come back and feel like I have it. Because I'm now 33 and I am hoping, you know, I can still have a so solid five years of running and see what I can do and... Hopefully get some personal pastry again and be able to be a road racer. And we'll see what happens in the next two years before Olympics. Okay. So you're not too uh, negative about your age then. Like like you said, you're 33, 34 going to be coming up this summer. You're uh, you're still feeling like uh, there, there's a lot of good running left um, and, and a lot left in the tank. Obviously. Yeah, you know, when you see a lot of marathoners, like, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I know everybody's different, to be honest. Like, there's some people... There's some people who are very extraordinarily talented, like Eliud Kipchoge, you don't know, like whatever her hold is. Um, Edna Keplaga, she is one of the, you know, she's running master. She's in her 40s right now and she's still crushing yeah. it. And, you yeah. know, when you see those people, you think like marathon begins at, I don't know, I, I, I am, I'm, I'm trying, I'm not trying to encourage myself, but I feel like a lot of marathon, marathoners, they always do well when they're in their 30s anyway. So um, I'm hoping I can be part of those people who will be, you know, like who can be able to come back and be able to enjoy my studies running, you know, like my mid-30s running solid marathon. Like look at Sarah Hall, she's 38. Um, uh, Kara DeMato, she ran 219, she's 37. You know, like everybody's different, but I feel like if you, if everything goes well and you, you, you focus and you still, they still, they still a lot of running out there, you know? So I'm trying to be part of those people. Like I, I really hope I can be part of those people who can be able to enjoy their running in their thirties and especially the road racing and marathoning, you know? Are you, uh, are you hoping to get into a major marathon? You finished 10th at Boston in 2019. That's, um, you know, that was a, a not, uh, it wasn't a great time for you, 2.30, but it was a good learning experience. Um, 
being there in that environment. Um, and that was coming off your win at Paris in 2018. I remember staying up in the middle of the night watching that, uh, watching you win that Paris race. That was exciting. Uh, yeah, you know, like, it depends what the courses too. I came to analyze myself and be like, anyway, next time when I went to go back to Boston, I'm going, I was the fittest day I've ever been when I was going to Boston, to be honest with you. But I think mm. I might have underestimated the course and I end up training for like a different race instead of Boston. Okay. Um, so like, to be honest, I've, le I've learned a lot, huh? You didn't, trust, you, didn't, you didn't train as quite as well as you needed to for the hills. You yes, I need, you, you know, when you're going for a race, like, uh, you know, me and me and my coach, you know, we will analyze, like, what to do. Like, I, I really want to come back. And I know, like, for you to run Boston, you have to train like you're running Boston. I, you cannot train like you're running Paris Marathon or something like that. So um, yeah. I've grown a lot and I've learned, like, how to approach different races. And, you know, like... Um, it's it's like when you run in New York, you the way you train for New York and Boston is completely different. So um, I I have grown, I have been matured. I've matured a lot the past few years, and um, I'm hoping to go back and analyze everything. And you know, sometimes you might have to choose a race according to what capability you have. Like maybe I'm good in running Chicago again or something like that, or you know, like or I like running flat races or something. But um. But I just want to go back and analyze everything and make sure that I do the right thing. Like if it's Boston, then I train like I'm running Boston, not training like I'm running Chicago. So we will see what happened, but I'm really excited. And, you know, we will see what happened in the coming, coming, coming eight months or something. Well, circling back to 2020, were you in Kenya at that time during the pandemic? And were you able to travel or, or, or were you, uh, or where were you at? Were you in the U.S. or Kenya? uh honestly in 2020 like i um you know like i had um what should i say uh you know like i was in a relationship and then we ended up breaking up in 2020 and because you know sometimes when you have like personal issues that you're dealing with um I, it was really, it's, I was kind of like all over the place, being stressed out, trying to figure out what to do, you know, and um, mm. I was running all over the place. I was training, but then mentally you just like dealing with other stuff. So um, it was a lot of stuff going on, but um, you know, like at, at the in, in January of 2021, and even though I had like the war, I, I had like a, a 2020 was not my year. It was COVID here for sure, but it was not my year as well because I was dealing with a lot of stuff. But then when I get home, I trained for two months and my body came back immediately from where I left it to, you know, to a better place that I was. I was going to, I was feeling better and every day was an improvement and I felt like I would have had a good marathon in 2021. But then anyway, at some point I was like, I need to have Kalia because I really want to have a baby because if you keep waiting, it's not going to happen. And I thought about the Olympics immediately. I was like, well, do I have to take a break in 2022 if I want to run the Olympics? And then I just figured out, like, this is the time to have a baby. And, you know, I want to go to the Olympics. That's the biggest thing. Like, running at Rio, it just gave me a lot of motivation. And uh, I had to choose between, should I keep going or should I just stop right now? Even though my body was responding very well. I didn't do any races, but for me, I always do training. And sometimes I do, like, time trial. Like, I ran half marathon in April. Still, and like 70 in Kenya, which is still good for the altitude. And I was totally pregnant anyway. And then I, I told my agent, I don't want to keep pregnant. So let me just take my break and enjoy it because I know like my body still, still has it, you know. So you really chose uh, motherhood over Olympics because you were already an American citizen. Uh, yeah. In early 2021, you could have ran in the U.S. Olympic trials. Mm -hmm. uh, and tried to get to Tokyo, but you uh, decided to uh, become pregnant. So, uh, uh, well, I had Kalia in 2020. I had my citizenship in 2021 anyway. So, I, I already missed the Olympic trials for the marathon. So, I was like, thinking about it. I was like, well, at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to run track anymore. Like, I don't want to be back okay. to the track. So, so, you had no thought of, of competing in the 10,000? You didn't have no, no thought of it. I didn't think about the track anymore. Like, I just, I love being on the roads more. Are, are we ever going to see you on a running on a on a track again? Are those um, days gone? 
if I do track, I'll be just doing it just for speed, but I don't want to compete for the track. I just want to focus pretty okay. much in the, you know, in the marathoning and, you know, road racing. That's my biggest goal. I want to run like 10K in the road, five, 15K half marathon and, you know, marathon, mm. of course. It's all roads for you then. You're, uh, yeah. And, and this is someone, like I said, on the intro, you finished fifth for yep. Kenya. Uh, at, at the 2016 Summer Olympics in the 10,000. Do you think about that a lot? Um, how great yeah. of a race that was and uh, how close she came to getting a medal in the Olympics? That was... Uh... I still celebrate. You know, like I have had, I did exactly what I wanted to do. Like I trained so hard and then you are best and you don't, you don't get what you what you were thinking about getting like i you know to be honest with you i when i go to kenya i was focused i i my my limit i, I could sometimes train really hard and um, that made me feel like there's nothing i could change so um i i am still frustrated because i was thinking like i was i was in that system whereby i could get the medal you know but then mm-hmm. yeah it didn't happen, but to be That's honest with you, like, I was so happy being fifth and running, like, the fastest time that maybe it could have won the Olympics if it was the other years. But, um, you know, like, it's still, I'm happy I went to the Olympics. When I was growing up, I used to say, like, I want to go to the Olympics, and I'm glad I had not said the. But now it's like, what should I do? I went to the Olympics, I was 50, I had a good experience. So, um, you never know what happened. Molly Sidel. Just change everything the way we think, you know? Like, sometimes you're like, oh, everything is so hard. I don't know how to compete, you know? Especially being, when you know, like, there's some good Kenyans, there, good Ethiopians, like, some good ones, you know? Like, but Molly Sidel is actually one of my inspiration because if Molly Sidel can, she, she is really a motivation to many of us, you know? You just feel like everything. Mm, yeah you train so hard and there's nothing that is really hard it doesn't have to be like someone has done this or something sometimes history is there but it's like my people might have lost hope saying like is she come back but to be honest with you all that bothers me is like just do your best and see what you can do you know and I'm going to prove to myself that I can come back and you know so I'm really excited anyway, to be honest with you. Like, I really, I'm more excited than the way I left in the morning. It sounds like you're, you're still very, uh, I, uh, your, your Kenyan heritage still uh, runs through your blood very deeply. It sounds like you, you still, you know, you're, you're, you're going back there next month. Um, it, it seems uh, to me, uh, a big change for you to become an American citizen. Uh, talk about the the thought strategy, the, the thought process there of becoming an American uh, citizen. Uh, you know, like I, I was, I, I was very excited to be honest with you. It's something that I, you know, I knew it was going to happen because I've had green guard for like months. But um, you know, like the reason I would love to stay in the U.S. a lot, but then now when I'm in Kenya. My, my my kid and I want to raise my child with the father. I don't want you know like is we will be back together to the US maybe you know like he's working on his residency as a doctor here. So but for now it's like for me I I'm gonna be in the altitude training in Kenya. I'm gonna enjoy it because I have um you know like I have I have all the support there. Like I have my my parents who can be able to, yeah. you know, to to help in with the baby. And uh, the, having like a babysitter in Kenya is way cheaper than being here. So it's like, you know, let me just go back without, without pressure, without wondering like who is gonna babysit the child or who will do this and this. I really want to raise the child like stress free. Like be really excited about meeting him and being with him every day, and have people who can help me like and everything is based on like am I happy when I'm training do I have all the support I need um, am I in the best I love training in Italy to be honest with you it, I love being in the yeah. US to be honest because it's a place whereby it has changed a lot in me yeah, without being here I don't know where I could be today so I'm I'm excited to compete as an American and be able to see what I can achieve in my running you know 
Well, it's a lot safer, as you well know, um, with some of the incidents that have happened in in your native Kenya, uh, for one thing. But sounds like um, you're looking at this long term that once he's done with his medical uh, residency and all that, and you're done with a professional that you kind of want to settle down in the U.S. then. Yes, yes, that's that's our goal. Actually, our goal yeah. is like uh, as soon as he gets like he's working yeah. on an exam. There's an exam um, that you have to enroll in before you you transfer from your. You know, you might be a doctor in Kenya, but you are not eligible to be. Exam. So he's working on that, and hopefully we will be able to you know to come and settle at some point. But I will be balancing anyway. I like maybe yeah, I'll, I'll be comfortable with at home or come with him, but. You know, I would love to have both of both of them together with me all the time when I'm traveling. So that's my biggest thing. Well, making the American team in the marathon won't be easy. Uh, it's it not. Might have been Everything easy a few has changed. Ago. I know. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's it looks a little harder than what it used to be. Uh, it, uh, it, actually, to be honest with you, I was telling someone yesterday. It's easier like, than Kenya, but um, but it's yeah, changed. Yeah. Everything has changed. Like to be honest, I was telling someone like American running is no longer the way it used to be. It's been, it's changed to be competitive like any other country. So um, at the end of the day, like you know, if you really want to make the team in the U.S., you have to beat Molly Sedell. It's um, it's amazing to have those competitions than just going to a country whereby like oh I'm the only one running. Nobody can run with me. You know what I mean? It's it's something that I really want to make the team, and it shows that if you make the U.S. team, you are capable of being at the podium, and that. Well, yeah, like you said, Molly Seidel is uh, is setting the bar really high now uh, for the American runners, and um, yeah, Kara Demado um, is setting another level. I mean, yes, it's like maybe she can run to eighteen when you when she goes to yeah. Europe or something like that. Yeah. And that yeah, record so, goes down. Yeah, Sarah so, Hole, uh, everything, yeah. everything is tough in the U.S. now. It's not the way people think, to be honest. Yeah, it's uh, everything's really changed there. Well, it's. You know, we're coming up on 10 years since you won an NCAA cross country championship. Uh, time really flies by. Do you, uh, do you follow Iowa State? Um, uh, yeah. Track and food cross country. And I do. Like, I miss, I miss Iowa to be honest. Really closely all the time. And um, whenever I see them being number, uh, they were second at the nationals in the May. Right. Men's, men's cross country, you know, when you just watch your team, it's, um, Kali, you know, the way she's always dominating, especially the meets and stuff. Yeah. Kaylee, um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm so excited, you know, once a cyclone, always a cyclone, and <laughs> really excited when we just and watch them like that. Um, uh, this is, uh, this year, like, I am hoping over the summer when I come back or September, whatever. You know, like I want to visit Iowa. I yeah. want to go back again. Oh. You know, my graduation. Yeah, it would be nice to have you back in, uh, in, in, in Ames to visit and look around and see what, what's happened. Um, a couple of uh, coaches gone through the program since... Uh, you were coached by Corey Emmels, and I know a lot has changed. And now, yeah. and now Jeremy is there, and so yeah, yeah. you know, with with time, everything changes. But uh, the standard of excellence hasn't. Uh, they're they're still, uh, you know, like people change. But when we left, we were gonna have other people taking the like I, a cyclones will remember remain forever, but um. But the, the success is always the same, so it's really exciting. Well, it's interesting when you when you do be you know uh, pursue motherhood here, uh, become a parent. You either kind of lose your motivation toward running, um, you know, like Lisa Yule now she's you know gone into her veterinary uh, you know do, degree and studies, and she doesn't run anymore. Sounds like you're though you're 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 more than ready. You're you're focused on continuing to run. It's still uh, definitely 
a huge part of your life and he's probably motivating you more to uh, be successful. Um, I've seen people like Vivian Giriot and Faith Kiviagon, you know, they all have ki- kids, they have babies and they have come back stronger than the way they were. So I really want to be motivated with them. Like I just following them and it's been one of the biggest thing for me it's just like you know see what they are doing and sometimes talk to faith and see like what really can i do to be able to come back and i've been following like you know some even though like i know what i what i what my body is capable of doing at least you have some people to ask your devices about it so i'm super excited and i know for them too like vivian just had and the baby number two and she's still trying to come back and she's very excited to see what so you know those people, people can really motivate when you have people like like them you'll be like i don't want to be i don't want to be done because someone else. i've talked to a couple of ladies who have had uh, on this uh, on this podcast who have, who have had and have come back strong and and, and run well and oh, there, there is some precedent there for um having a little bit of a a little bit of a bump from having uh having a child yeah benefit there yeah 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 so you're hoping, it's just the motivation though like um, you know some some people sometimes or something but right. you know when you choose when you choose motivation you guys when you choose to be disappointed and just do something else it's always free as well so i'm excited it's motivation and also budgeting your time now so that's, yeah so but, that's yeah, but now um, well yeah, but I'm happy yeah. to go home though. Being in Kenya is going to be easy. Like to hire a babysitter in Kenya, you are paying less than. Well, here you have to pay a lot of money, so I'm excited to you know to have all the support and maybe even have like two people. And I'm sure the grandparents are all excited to meet Kalia, definitely. Oh, they are so um, excited. They always babys- babys- uh, FaceTime him. So your win your your win at Paris in 2018 was that kind of validation that the marathon was was the way to go that that was uh kind of your uh running path now that they, they you really um that that's the way you needed to go and that uh that the shorter distances were or uh in your in your history like for me I actually like you cannot do a marathon when you are injured you know in the 10k for example, if you have a tight hamstring, you can still you can still show up and you can still make it in the race, right? In marathon, when you have any issue, like injury-wise, mm-hmm. it's a long distance to. So um, yeah, I when I was going to Paris, yeah. So I had already, I was very prepared, and I I actually knew like my body was already back to you know like back to what I wanted in training so i didn't know like i was gonna win for sure but i knew i was gonna i was gonna run my coach knew i was gonna run something like 21 so it was something that my training had indicated i wasn't too surprised i was surprised to win but i wasn't too surprised to run to 22 because of the training hi kalia <laughs> <laughs> he <Yeah>. was sleeping <laughs> oh he oh he was napping i was wondering why it was so quiet on your end suddenly and so, yeah, he, he's been sleepy and he just like he just woke up. Hi, Baba. So we all woke up then. Uh, so, um, as far as uh, did you think about um, a lot about your Iowa State days? And um, are you going back to some of your memories of winning championships and, and your, you know, uh, earning a degree there in agriculture and life sciences? Bad. You know, it's been really interesting sometimes when you, like when I was, have to relate. You know, like you don't know what what you are expecting in something, but um, like sometimes when you lose motivation, especially in twenty seventeen, whereby I was injured a lot, like I was having a lot of injuries, and yeah. you know, like indoors and training in aims and all those stuff and. You know, sometimes when you are about to lose hope, you think about where you started, and you, you, you know, you analyze how everything you did in college and motivates. Because I will never forget how my my running started and how I transitioned from. So it's kind of like it's still there for me. Like you know, every time I, I share the pictures, you know, when it pops up in Facebook, I'm like, hey, that's a reminder, you know. 
Mm. Well, you finished something like 150 something at nationals mm. your first year cross country. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And I was one four years later. You're yeah. winning it. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those and then four those years memories. later, you're winning it. So, yeah. so yeah. So it goes to show you that yes. um, you can um, make that big improvement, and you certainly did over your career in Ames. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach Coach Emmel's a big a big part of that, obviously. Uh, of course had a big hand uh, in uh, in helping you get there. Like when you think about like, like I told you, like even taking a maternity leave for one year, when I look back and see what I, how I was able to improve from college, you know, every, every year was like a huge improvement for me. It takes you back and you realize things can change really quick, you know, like so long as you focus and you work so hard, everything is always there. Like I really, I really know, like I found out when I was in college that I'm talented as well. You know, sometimes you're like, do I have the talent? You're like, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> because, you know, you are capable to improve from running 156. It's not like people are slow or something. It's just because you have extra talent, but you work hard and, you know, you put talent together and you never, you know, you never be successful. So I have that as a striving motion for me. And I think that can keep me going to come and see what I can do for the, you know, American running and see what I can achieve in running for the U.S. Okay, well, um, it sounds like, like you said, um, ASICS has been behind you. Your, your agent, uh, Tom Broadbent, has been huge for you, uh, keeping this thing going throughout your pregnancy. It sounds like, though, you want to have more than one child. Um, it sounds like um, uh, everything points toward um, having um, uh, a few ch uh, children before it's over. Uh, so um, that kind of in your thinking that... Um, in a yeah, you years, know, like you, might, you um... uh, my goal is like right now. I want to, I want to see enjoy my running with me. You know, like I want to go to the Olympics in twenty twenty four, and you know, like and I will. I'm there. hoping I will retire and then have babies now when I retire. But now it's like I want to focus in running and see what I can achieve. You know, like and I want to see, okay. and uh, you know, maybe when I'm in my early forties, I can still, you know, try to see. Give it. Uh, yeah, give it a shot and see. If I can, whatever you know, we will see what happens. But for now, it's like I want to focus running and see what I can do in the next five years. Give it, give it, give it four or five years, and yeah. So uh, give it yeah. everything you got for, for your yeah. training. Well, that, yep. that's that's going to be very exciting. Uh, how long are you going to be in Kenya? Then are you going to be there probably till this summer? Is that kind of what the plan is? Yes, for now I want to go to Kenya and focus until the summer. Like hopefully I can come back and do the world, the road races for the US, like ten mile, whatever. So for now it's just to go oh. focus in training and get back and then come for the road racing in the US and then get ready for the full marathon, hopefully. Okay, so that sounds like a like a good plan. And and you're going to be uh, kind of in the Nashville area when you're in the US. Is that where you're going to be based out of? Um... When I come back, I'll be in Colorado, in Boulder or Colorado Springs. Colorado oh, Springs okay. or Boulder, yeah. You're going to be at altitude then. Is that kind of set up with your yes. agent, agent and ASIC? Are you going to be with a group there training or on your own? No, no, no. I will be, um, you know, I'll be, I, 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 I like to do my own thing since I left the deployments group. I like to have my own training, you know, but sometimes I, I wouldn't mind when I go to Flagstaff and be able you know, set a hole and run together, you know, since we are in the same company, be like, hey, what's, what's up, sure. you know? Yeah, so... Uh, I just come back and I train sometimes a little bit here and head back like that. I like to balance it. Well, I uh, I'd like love to see you racing on the roads, uh, doing some of this like USA Championships. That uh, that to me uh, will be exciting to see you race because you've got to be pretty feeling kind of uh, race rusty right now. You haven't run really like the whole year. <laughs> Actually, I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, the good thing in Kenya, I always do 15 time trial and ask my get to do my own time trials before going for the race. I don't like to, like to go down and know that I've done my own time trial and see my and test myself before going for the race. So okay. I hope I will it will go well. But uh, I always believe in time trial before going for the races. Um, I am sure you can find a lot of takers down there that uh, 
that will be willing to uh, run a time trial with you. Oh, uh, you go, in Kenya, you, you go to Italy, there's a lot yeah. of runners. <laughs> like when I do my time yeah. trial, I remember with me, so it's it's always exciting. Like you, there's a yeah. lot of people who love running and, you know. Well, yeah. today we're recording this on, you're recording this on Valentine's Day. Um, do you sure. celebrate Valentine's Day? On yes, this, uh, I do. February I do. 15th? It's, but we've been FaceTiming and you know, I trust him in Valentine's clothes. Yeah, yeah, he's your little Valentine this year. Yes, my little Valentine's man, right? Baba, yeah. Do you have anything planned today, later? Uh, No, we're not doing much, but we will celebrate when we get home because you know, like today, we've been just in the house and an appointment's coming up tomorrow, so. Have you had a chance to go uh, to travel into Nashville and look around? It's a, it's a no, great, I've uh, been trying to, to stay away because of the COVID. No? The COVID is very okay. Right. So it's like I'm trying to avoid yeah. as much as I can. Yeah. Um, you know, I've managed to stay yeah. like you know what? If, if, if COVID doesn't get you at this moment since it started, you're still doing a good job. So I'm trying my best to, to keep doing that because it's you're been amazing. To... <laughs> You're trying to be safe, yeah. That's, yes, that's yes, I've smart. been trying because I don't want, you know. Up until the last week or so, two weeks, and the cases have been really high. At least they're starting to drop. So that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Even he actually, it's been really, it's been really crazy. But um, you know, I'm excited yeah. though. Like I'm excited to go home, and I will come back here when everything is good, and we will see what happened. You know, like we will visit here sometime because Kalia has the twins, and I think it's gonna be good to come and visit them. Yeah, yeah, you got to, they'll be like, uh, they'll, you know, they're going to be cousins uh, growing yeah, up. Yeah, so yeah, you, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's great that they're going to be the same age. And, yeah, uh, I know, they only have like three months apart, but it's going to be exciting. Yeah, they can be play uh, play partners yeah. uh, as they grow up in life, yeah. Yeah. And that's something that's special because I know my kids don't, they don't have cousins that are their age, so it's always been disappointing that they haven't had cousins yeah that, yeah yeah uh, you know that they can play with so, so yeah that's uh that's nice to have so yeah well if you get back to iowa we'll have to reconnect again of course um, i will i have your contacts now so i will always uh let me get back to kalia and thank you so much for interviewing well, me and i hope i can see you again well it's been a thrill talking to you betsy having you on the show uh thank good you. luck with your training and your trip to kenya thank you so much lance i appreciate it. thank you you have a nice day yeah, thank you.